Hello, good morning. It is November 21st and welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and today's podcast is dedicated to Dolores, who is the hostess with the mostest today. She's celebrating Thanksgiving dinner early, and she's going to have her family and close friends all around her. Have a great time, Dee. I hope it's a blessed event and take lots of pictures. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Talking about victory over unforgiveness. Immediately after teaching his followers how to pray, Jesus warned that those who refuse to forgive others won't be forgiven by the Father. Do not misunderstand Jesus' meaning here. Believers don't lose their salvation when they refuse to forgive. They break fellowship with God because their attitude gets in the way of regular confession and repentance. Often people don't feel like being merciful to someone who has wronged them, but forgiveness is an act of the will more than an act of the heart. Take responsibility and acknowledge your unforgiveness as a violation of God's word. Claim the divine mercy he offers and ask him to enable you to lay aside anger and resentment against others. Try praying for those who hurt you. And if God so leads, seek their forgiveness for your wrong attitude. A resentful spirit can grow into a terrible burden that isn't healthy to carry through life. Forgiving characterizes who we are in Christ, and it's truly in our best interest to pardon others, even when difficult. Jesus promised to make us free so choose to be liberated from the hurt. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And the Charles F. Stanley Bible of Principle says, How can I find the strength to endure when I face spiritual opposition? Okay, pay close attention. In the book of Ezra, we read about the beleaguered people who faced opposition in doing what God had commissioned them to do. So they thought so they sought to rebuild the holy temple that was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar's forces decades earlier. And they faced stiff opposition from the locals, deceitful offers of help, and open attacks from the outside. Still, God's people successfully completed the temple restoration by developing a spiritual quality we all need in the Christian life. Endurance. 
God knows the Christian life is not easy and it never will become easy. So no matter how long we live in this world, we will face opposition, both from the world and from the enemy of our souls, the devil. Jesus told us in the world, you will have tribulation. Surrounded by such opposition, if we're going to live in a way that pleases God, then we must develop endurance. Thank you, Lord, because that's the answer I was seeking. The Bible is full of examples of people who endured opposition to their work and who received their reward as a result. Hebrews 11, often called the Hall of Faith, lists some of those heroes. But what exactly is involved in developing endurance? Four things play a big role. This is why I love this teaching Bible. Number one, receiving encouragement from others. The writer of Hebrews encourages us to ponder the lives of those he lists in chapter 11. He refers to them as a cloud of witnesses. We cannot see this great cloud of witnesses, but we can read about them in God's word and glean from their inspiring stories of endurance. Number two, getting rid of hindrances. Hebrews tells us, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. This means we need to identify those things that could slow us down, including any sin that God brings to our attention. Number three, running the race. Hebrews 12:11 says, ends by telling us, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. When the going gets rough, we don't run away. We can't be quitters. Rather, we continue on in confident trust. And the longer we persevere, the stronger our faith in him becomes. What else is involved in developing endurance? Number four, fixing our eyes on Christ. Hebrews 12, 2 advises us to keep looking into Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Nothing helps us endure like seeing the final prize before us. And that prize is Christ himself. If you want the prize, you must endure and Jesus promises to help you. Amen. Stay with us. We're off to a good start. Be right back in just a moment with more prayers. And God's promises day by day. Philippians 2.13 it is God who works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. It is utterly absurd to assume or suppose that a person who is determined to do his own will can ever please God. Only as our wills are brought into harmony and submission to his will do we discover the secret of divine power 
and productivity. One short sentence sums up this whole subject. Not my will, but thine be done. Amen. And God's purpose for your life talks about manifesting his qualities. 1 Corinthians 15. Just as we have borne the image of the earthy, we will also bear the image of the heavenly. There are countless books and videos that will tell you how to be positive and an upbeat person. Most of these resources will give you techniques for being happy, repeating certain phrases to yourself, meditating on cheerful memories, or imagining yourself in pleasant environments. The emphasis is nearly always, however, on the outward things you can do. Although some of these techniques can be helpful for temporary, for temporarily relieving stress, the genuine and permanent joy, peace, and contentment that you desire are not feelings you can generate on your own. They are solely the work of the Holy Spirit in you. These qualities are developed and manifested in your life only as you receive by faith the love and freedom of God. God's purpose in you from the moment you accept Jesus as your Savior until you enter his presence to live with him in heaven forever is to produce the qualities of Christ within you. The key to taking hold of his attributes is to submit yourself to him fully. Regardless of whether his commands make sense to you, it is then he can do his supernatural work and change you permanently from within. Jesus, I submit myself to you. Do your awesome work and transform me, my Savior. Amen. Amen. In God's way day by day. Proverbs 3, 7. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and strength to your bones. The person who sees his life in the context of God's plan and purpose is going to be a person who values his time and seeks to make the most of every hour that God gives him. When you value your time on earth as a servant of God, you are going to want to take care of your body. You are going to seek out God's wisdom about how to eat, how to exercise, how to get sufficient sleep, and how to engage in relaxing activities. You are going to get God's wisdom about how to defeat stress and live in contentment. You are going to fill your day with things that are fruitful and profitable. And as you put God's principles to work in your life, you are going to experience health and strength guaranteed. You know, I love that word. Guaranteed. Amen. 
And here's a really good meditation for discipline, and it's from Prayers from the Wilderness. Bow your head, close your eyes. Father, today is another day when I am trying to once again begin my God-given assignment. Even though my heart is in the right place, sometimes the issues of life and household tasks overwhelm me. Every day, my goal is to follow your lead, listen to your voice, and trust in your directions. It is truly my desire to stay on task for you. So please, please teach me the discipline of developing a routine that yields a harvest for you. I know it will make a difference in my life. Start your morning with prayer. Dear Lord, instruct me in order needed to fulfill every task you give. Bless me with your routine and not my own. Show me how to follow your schedule so I live a life of divine purpose every day. Teach me to begin each day with you and ask you to give me a disciplined spirit and a loving heart. Lord, teach me to follow and to trust in your authority over my life. Help me to acknowledge a disciplined life produces fruit, but please do not allow me to be so rigid about working on what you assigned me to do for this season that I do not recognize your hand redirecting and changing the use of my time. As you bless me with discipline, Father, please, Provide me with balance so I am not fixated on meeting goals and then forget to love, forget to laugh, or forget to enjoy relationships. So important. Father, remind me discipline is for your glory and for my good. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Psalm 37 says, The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Proverbs 16, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Believe it. 2 Timothy 2, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. And Colossians 3.23, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. Amen. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Continue to pray with me. And commanding your morning says, Seize what belongs to you. Matthew 11. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Don't be a wimp. 
You are not begging. You are not crying. And you are not persuading. You are coming to take what is legally yours according to the word of God. You must come boldly as a child would go to a father, as a prince or princess would to a king, as a wronged plaintiff would to a court of law. Father, ah, you have given me authority over all the power of the enemy. I walk in that authority today and I decree that I possess my possessions and take them by force. Since my times are in your hand, I declare and decree that my struggle is over. I decree sudden surprises, supernatural increase, favor and influence. I declare that I am anointed for a new season. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. I am whole and strong. My heart is filled with peace. My mind is focused and my life shines with your glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. Let's pray through the eyes of God. John 3.14 says, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. We are not called to take vengeance on anyone. If vengeance is to be taken, it will be God taking it, not us. We are not called to be judges over the perpetrators of any wrongdoing. We are called to be rescuers and healers. We are called like Moses when he lifted up the bronze serpent to put ourselves between the people and the harm lifting up Jesus so that those who will look up from this world to him him might be saved right now. Because of this, we must pray to see those who hurt us or the people we are praying for through the eyes of God. We must pray that God stops them in their tracks as he did Paul and turns them around. We cannot have faith for something if we are not walking in love. For the only thing that avails is faith working through love. Lord, give me supernatural wisdom to know how to pray for others. Help me to see them through your eyes and to forgive those who have hurt me. I leave vengeance in your hands. Empower me to lift you up today so that you, so that people can look to you and be saved in the name of Jesus. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, 
and every moment of every hour, I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power, for if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me. Mend what is broken. Root out any unproductive cells. Open any blocked arteries or veins and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, please restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me. Let's get these blessings started. And we have. Now, as you continue on your day today, please think of ways that you can show God's love to others. Just think of some ways. And as you venture out into the day, they will come to fruition. Here we go. Guaranteed. Lots of love to everyone. See you tomorrow. Bye for now.